brought into this world and you're gonna leave this world like the only person you're gonna have on that whole journey is you welcome to path to positivity where we talk to people about their journey towards living life with a more positive outlook today i'm talking to a young woman named lorena who shares insight and advice on positive thinking through her Instagram page, Pinch of Positivity. I just wanted to start out by exploring your own mental health journey over the years. How have you developed the positive mindset you live with today? Regarding my mindset, like I wouldn't say that I was ever in such a bad place with my mindset. Like, of course, everybody has their good and bad days. That's human, but like I was never stuck in a place as such but also on the other hand I never really was as knowledgeable or like well informed as I am now I feel and I'm always continuing to learn because I feel the more knowledge you have the more you can improve yourself and you'll know how to survive better whether that be with your feelings or communicating with other people like I just I really swear by books (laughs) like that's where I get most of my knowledge from and that's how I have the mindset I have today it's from reading books like it just it tells you so much about you and you can become more well in tuned with yourself. Is that then the purpose you believe the page serves to provide people with the right tools to achieve a more positive mindset? Yeah that's exactly it like the page is there as a means to provide this information to people that they may not have had access to before and I know as well like a lot of people they would say like they don't like reading it's not for them like they can't keep their fa- their focus so I feel like how many of us use Instagram on the daily like it's such a big thing in our society it's just to give people the tools that I think would benefit them because often it's not stuff that's really taught in school like how to handle your emotions or how to stop comparing yourself to other people so I feel if I talk about this then more people can be aware and then perhaps they could even like say it on to their friends and the more people that are aware the better. It's definitely such an accessible way for people to get this information. I feel in schools these days mental health is starting to become a focal point but how was your own mental health during your school years? The only thing I would say that could have but didn't as such impact my mental health would have been like I have quite a squeaky voice so in school they'd be like you know the girls that were called popular girls and they'd sit down in the back of class and like they would try like imitate your accent but like not to your face you know they do it behind your back like putting on a squeaky voice and that could have affected me but it didn't as such like probably at the time I would have been like I feel embarrassed kind of around them like I'd go red I wouldn't want to speak out in class. I love the growth you've had from being made fun of for your voice to where you're at today where you post videos talking to Instagram and even record your own podcast now and is that still in the back of your mind at all when you start recording do you think it has affected you long term at all? Like when my page first started to get like so for example 800 followers I remember some girls from back in secondary school like them girls started to follow my page and I was like this would have been only when I started to come talking on my stories too so it was kind of bad timing you could say and I remember I was like 
oh my god like these girls are gonna be watching me now and i kind of went back for a moment into like the teenage me where i was like oh my god these girls are gonna be watching me now like their eyes are gonna be on me what are they gonna think and then i was like no hold on this is my page i don't care what these people think like if they don't like what i'm saying they can not view my stories they don't need to follow me like it's completely up to them but i do think as well like although those girls may have been like that in secondary school you know everybody comes a long way so they probably are like completely out of that mindset right now and maybe they were that way because they felt worth in themselves or maybe they weren't getting the attention they needed because i often think like hurt people hurt people so i do have a greater understanding of why people may act certain ways i just wanted to go back and ask if there was something in particular that you read or watched that really inspired you to live with this more positive outlook and educated you on all these topics you discuss on your page there's not exactly one book that would have made me change my perception on life or to live in a certain way per se like there's so many that have given me different tools so I definitely think a big one for me would have been Awaken the Giant Within which is by Tony Robbins because that book it makes you realize like what you have within you it makes you discover what your values are it really makes you think like a lot of books I feel you just read and you get the information and then there will come a time in your life when the information may be relevant however with the awaken the giant within like it actually gets you writing so I feel like when you're writing it's going more into your brain like you're going to remember it more I don't know if it's just if that's just me but I do think that's how it works so that one was definitely really big for me and it helps you with goals as well because a lot of the time like when people think of goals we just think like one road for all as such like it's just a highway there's no like off the route tracks as such but if you think of it there's so many different types of goals so you could have like financial goals you could have personal goals you could have charity goals there's so many different goals to be broken down into different areas and it just really puts things into perspective like anybody can get whatever they want once they put the work in so that book was great for helping me find my purpose which definitely then helped me with the page I completely agree with what you said about there not just being one path for everyone. I know for myself, after school, I went straight into an arts degree that I hated, but I was so afraid to drop out because I was so worried what other people would think. I think that's so good that like you literally plucked up the courage to be like, you know what, this is not for me anymore. There's so many people I feel that just put up with something for the sake of it whether it's a dead-end job or whether it's an unsatisfactory course that they're doing that they don't feel they're benefiting from like a lot of people just do it to people please I guess some could say because even like when I spoke to people from my page and like mainly around the topic of failure and I'd be like why are you afraid of failing a lot of people it stems back to like they would say disappointing their family or like 
having their friends thinking they're not doing as good as them stuff like that and i feel like this is something that society has ingrained in us when that is not the way like there's so many different ways to succeed there is definitely a stigma of disappointing your family like i know my mom was so against me dropping out but i think it came from a place of being worried about me more so than being angry at me for it i completely get that because my parents and even my grandparents were the same like when I was going to leave my full-time job to go back and do animal care they're like oh you're mad leaving that money like your job is only up the road it's so handy I was like okay but this is not what I want forever so with that like our parents or anybody who has that kind of attitude towards us wanting to like change whether it be like career or job like when people worry like that it comes from a place of care so it's not that they want to like restrict us as such like they love us so much that they don't want something to not work out for us i think it stems from this idea that having a career where we make a lot of money is the only measure of success i feel like this is something that society has ingrained in us when that is not the way like there's so many different ways to succeed like i remember when i left secondary school I was like, I wanted to be an air hostess, so I done a PLC, that was grand. I then went into full-time work for two years in a call centre customer care. Then I switched jobs to the one that I'm in now. And I decided one day, oh, you know what, like, I'm going to go for an interview for Aer Lingus. <laughs> but you get on board, like, it's a fake aircraft they have. And because my hand couldn't reach into the back of, you know, where the, like, suitcases are and you have to, like, grab them for passengers, because I couldn't reach into the back of that, like, that was it. They said, sorry, you can't go through to the next round. And I literally sobbed on the way home. <laughs> so I continued working then my full-time job for another year and then in my full-time job like I was also taking calls as a switchboard for animal medicine and I was like you know what I love animals maybe I should go back to college and do animal care so I done an animal care course I was like oh I want to be a vet nurse I got all my distinctions needed to get into UCD but like the the positions are so limited for vet nurse and so I didn't get in but now i'm at a place where i'm like i feel like everything that is not for us just redirects us to what is so i feel like you kind of being in the place where you were like oh arts isn't for me like redirected you towards journaling which is for you i don't want to say this in a negative way but you seem to have had quite a few setbacks but you still stay so motivated And I think there's this idea that you have to go to college and get a certain job because your work is what will be your purpose in life. But does running the Instagram page instead offer you that sense of fulfillment, do you think? I 100% have had setbacks, but I definitely do think like every rejection is a redirection and that probably sounds really cliche but I definitely believe it I feel even when it came to like the animal care course like me not getting into UCD or whatever like even though I had the distinctions I feel that was a sign like maybe that's not for me and then the pandemic came up and I set up this page and I like even just answering people's DMs are like helping people with like minor issues because if it's like major issues I will refer people and say like I'm not a professional however why don't you try therapy or why don't you reach out to this person that that person whoever I feel would fit be fit to help them basically 
I did want to ask you about that. Does it ever feel like a burden? When people are coming to you with their problems, do you feel some responsibility for them and worry about them later on? With that, like, I never feel a responsibility for other people. Like, people can come to me with how they feel and I won't feel, like, an attachment to that without me sounding rootless, I hope. But, like, I don't feel an attachment to people through the page. Like, I am there to help where I can, but to a certain extent. Do you worry at all about the page getting too big and you won't be able to message people and that it will lose that personal appeal? I guess I don't really worry about the page getting too big because although it will show that I have like 8,000 people following or whatever, like those eyes aren't on me at all times. So people probably just like click in and out with my page, you know. The only thing I do miss, like I was saying, is like being able to message people more frequently so like on the weekend I will like go through the alphabet and my followers this probably sounds mad but I'll go to like A and I'll scroll through all my followers with A in their name and click one to message and then like B, C, D and I'll keep doing that so I can just message people at random but like I can't message people as frequently as I used to at the beginning which was a little bit but it's something that is out of my control so I don't dwell on that you know if it's out of your hands let it be free from your mind but the page has definitely brought me a sense of purpose and it's something that I do hope to pursue in the future like set up little girl groups and there's just so many possibilities that this page has brought me. So would that be the hopes for the future of the page then, to bring it more in person rather than just online? Yeah, my hopes for the page for the future would be to organise like little sessions like that, like of course when the pandemic ends, just for girls to get together, to meditate, to journal, to talk about how they're feeling in like not a professional environment so we can just offer friendly advice as such and just a nice little place for people to escape because some people can come from like chaotic houses and they might just need a little escape and this can be the place for them that would be like the hopes do you have intentions of making this into your career or would you worry that if you were running your page as a business that you might lose that passion for it i feel like if Well, not if, like when I do turn it into a career for myself, basically it would be driven from the passion. But with that, I also think that I wouldn't be doing all the business from that page as such. Like I'd probably set up a separate page for the group meetings and everything because I don't think it would be ideal to mix like, well, as they say, like business with pleasure. Yeah, I think keeping things separate would be the right route even just for the aesthetic purpose of your page alone, like not interrupting your quotes. And I was wondering, where do you get the resources for your Instagram page when it comes to these quotes or the advice that you post? Yeah, I definitely would keep it separate because even like myself, you know, if you follow like influencers and all of a sudden, like every single thing on the story is like ad and like, they're promoting this and that product like I definitely would not want my page to be like that because I don't enjoy pages like that so I would never want to spam people with like my business ideas or anything like that so yeah definitely separate but running my account with the pictures like if I see a quote whether it be on like Facebook Instagram Twitter I'll screenshot that 
and then the odd time as well like I would create my own on Canva so like if I'm reading a book and there's a good quote I would just put it onto Canva like today's post for example I made that on Canva myself but I do that every so often so it's really a mixture and like if I do know who the artist is that made the quote or made the artwork I'll always like credit them but if not I will just share it to my page and then if somebody says that's by so and so then I would credit them. I saw that you've raised some money for charity through starting up this Pocket of Positivity scheme. Can you tell me a bit about that? So Pocket Positivity, that was only like a little temporary thing that I was doing. I saw like affirmation cards online and I was like, this is a good idea like for a little pick me up, whether it be for that person buying or whether it's for their friends or families. So it really just came about me seeing affirmation cards and then I thought, you know what, I'll make my own. So the first one was in August and 10% of all that I made from that went to the Laura Lynn Foundation and then in I think it was the middle of October I done a new batch and then 10% of all those went to like 10% of all the money raised from that went to Pieta House. I really like the idea that you're one person just doing what you can to promote positive mental health. And what do you think other people can do to make a difference and open up a conversation about it? I think a big thing, first of all, like for people to be positive, like I personally think from my own experience, it's like you can't just wake up one day and decide like, uh, I'm going to be positive. Like I feel in order to change your lifestyle, people need to read more and educate themselves because from reading books, they can take in what can apply to them, what can help them. And then also you were saying like, how could people basically go about starting a conversation? I think like people could just put a little daily message into the group chat to see how their friends are. Like obviously not everyday people, like every now and then just a little check in, how are you? Keep it open and honest. Like what's the good thing that happened to you today? What's good in your life at the moment? Little stuff like that could open up more conversations. I agree. Sometimes it's just about opening up a conversation about it with something as simple as asking, how is everyone today? To wrap things up today, I was wondering if you have any favourite quotes or stories that you'd like to share with the listeners? The ones that spring to mind would be in regards to comparison, which is something a lot of people in our society do. So a lovely quote is, you can't compare the moon and the sun because they both shine when it's their time. And I think that's really important for people to remember, like, because when other people are succeeding, you may not be, but your time will come and just be patient. And then just for people to start, like, trying as hard as it is, but trying to start to pursue their dreams because I always think this like when we're eight years old or you know like you're on your deathbed like sounds morbid but you're gonna look back if you didn't do what you'd done and you're gonna think oh I didn't do so and so because whatever Margaret down the road would say like Margaret down the road is not gonna matter for your whole life to people who do matter won't mind and those who do mind to that matter so I think that's a really important thing that people need to remember when they're like worried about the opinions of other people just go for it 
I love that. I think you're a prime example of someone who just went for it and didn't care what other people had to say because there's always going to be people out there who want to hear what you have to say. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. But like you said, like there's always going to be people that like will support you and will want to hear or see what you have to share. And then there's always going to be the other people that don't, but they don't matter. You just have to keep them on what you want because at the end of the day you're brought into this world and you're going to leave this world like the only person you're going to have on that whole journey is you like you're going to lose everybody else along the way which you know <laughs> it's kind of a dark thought but it's the truth so everything you do in life needs to be for you but no I don't have anything else to add except for thank you very much for having me on I really do appreciate it and I was so shocked but very grateful so thank you. No thank you for sharing your story and insights today and I hope that hearing Lorena's story can inspire you the listener to take the first steps on your own path to positivity.